On today's episode of Just Talking, we're talking about Beaver Erotica, emotional car auctions, more secret tunnels, Katie's Happy Headlines, moving to New Jersey, Hurricane Florence, and more. Let's dive in. Let's talk about it. Anything and everything. Let's discuss this calmly and rationally. Come on in here. Let's talk about it. Wait, wait, wait. Let's discuss this. All right. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining. It's like our sixth episode in a row without taking a break. I have to nag Katie to make her do this with me, but we haven't missed an episode in a while. This is true. Yes, <laughs> it's true. Okay. Hi, Katie. He how are you? the truth. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. What's your state of mind? What's your mood? I'm eating blueberries right now, so I'm pretty happy. Probably shouldn't be eating them right up to the mic, so sorry about that. I'm I'll just close. happy you're, if you're up to the mic, I'm happy that you're up to the mic, so I don't, I don't mind. I'd rather hear you eat than not hear you talk. Okay, cool. So that works, right? This is a good and deal. And the listeners agree with me. Maybe. Maybe not. We have no idea. We have no idea. We are in our new house for the winter. It's a rental house that my parents own that we're living in in the winter, because that's awesome and really nice and convenient. This is also true. It's super dark in here. Yeah, it's a very... The room that we're in right now is really poorly lit. Well, I can see three lights. None of them are doing a thing. Mm-mm. The one in the kitchen, that one's doing something. But it's all wood. Everything's wood in here, so it's just dark. It's dark. It doesn't reflect light very well, so it's just like... I don't know. We flew. We Last time we talked... With you guys, we were in California packing up. We just uh, got our boxes today, so we're gonna about to unpack in New Jersey. We are we doing uh, that after this podcast? What's that? Are we unpacking after this podcast? No, I have, the game starts. I have to work. Can I start on it? Yeah, I already did a box of my own. I already oh, unpacked. Nice. Yeah, your boxes are a mess, so you can handle those yourself. Don't need to be rude about it. Katie's a bad packer. Boom, roasted. Well, at least none of my stuff broke. Boom, roasted. None of your stuff was acrylic. You don't know that. Yeah, I don't know that, actually. All right. Anyway, do you want to talk about our smelly plane ride? Oh, it was the stinkiest plane ride I've ever been on. And I've been on a lot of flights, long and short flights, small planes, big planes. This was by far the stinkiest plane I've ever been on. You got feet. You got belches. You got farts. You got B.O. You got food smells, weird pickle smells. It was mostly B.O. and farts. There was a, yeah, there was someone either in front of us or next to us. That just reeked of BO. Like they hadn't showered in days. There was a group of hippies. Like one guy was wearing sweats, a tank top, and had long dreads and sandals. I was like, dude, this is not the beach. You're not going to a bonfire at night. You're on a plane surrounded by other people. And there's a whole group of hippies. I think they were, well, they, they smelled. Their BO was terrible. Then there was a group of people different different culture hygiene levels is that i'll say that that's fine that's fine and they were super smelly and then on top of that someone around me was just farting can't do anything can't roll down the window you're just like okay i just i'm gonna be in this fart bubble for a while this absolutely is terrible and what made it worse was that one our flight was delayed an hour and a half then when we finally 
arrived at the at JFK, we were on the ta- we were being taxied or we were in the process of taxiing for an hour and a half because all the other flights were delayed too. So they were all taking their time to get onto the or to get off the runway. And so we were stuck. At one point, they turned the plane off, which means the air wasn't coming in. It started to get really hot and humid. And then all of the smells just kind of uh, just, oh, it was like being in a, it's like being in a, in a uh, crock pot of bad odors. Yeah, I haven't gotten like a. Uh Bro, like a couple of years, I would get really bad anxiety when you're on the plane and it's not going anywhere. And you're just sitting there. But I wasn't that bad. I mean, it sucks, but I wasn't freaking out like I have in the past. But I, that is the worst when you're on the plane, on the runway, and just stalled. And we did that for probably an hour total. No, I would say more than that because we it took us a long time to get to take off. And it took us a long time after landing. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to do some stories. I will say this beforehand, Caitlin. Okay. It was a weak week for stories. Not a lot of fun headlines could I find. So I did what we could. So we have a little beaver love story to start it off. And there's a reason I chose this. It's pretty bad. But here we go. I'm just going to read it to you, okay? Okay. Are you ready? Are you listening? Should I read along? No. Just listen. Oh, okay. Okay. I can't promise I'll pay attention. Well, that's important. Just check in. A Washington state man was arrested this week for sexually assaulting a beaver. Okay. Yep. Got my attention. Which had been laying in the road, dying, after getting run over by a car. Wow. What? If you're going to talk that quiet, you got to be. Why? Okay. Why did he do that? <laughs> Richard Delp, he was 30, 35-year-old man, was taken into custody on Monday night, not long after he alleged the alleged incident. A witness told the station that she caught Delp in the act while attempting to rescue his furry victim. She said she saw the beaver get hit by a vehicle and was on her way back to the scene with a container to put it in. When she got back, Delp was on top of the mortally wounded critter, pants unzipped, with a pocket full of meth. Oh, okay. The woman called 911 and officers eventually showed up to arrest Delp. He was later charged with animal cruelty and possession of meta, metamphetamine. Methamphetamine. Methamphetamine. The beaver did not survive. <laughs> the beaver didn't survive. It's a funny last line. That's not funny. That's really sad. That well, poor little animal got raped right before it died. He could have been asking for it as a dying wish. We have no idea what went down. Jimmy. We don't know if consent was involved, but we do know this. <laughs> this should be a this should be Dare's leading headline. Why not to try meth? <laughs> yeah, I really should. You know, you see Boys that dead girls. beaver? What do you think about that dead beaver on the side of the road? Do you think, hey, let's save it? Or do you think I'm gonna go over there and put my penis in it? Because that's what meth will do to you. <laughs> Stay in school, kids. Don't try meth once. <laughs> Because you'll be fucking roadkill. <laughs> 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 and your government name will be out there. And they'll say, Richard Delp, 35-year-old, had sex with a dying beaver. All right. Well. <laughs> okay. So that was a weird story. I didn't know if it was. Wait. Do you have more to say? Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking about, like, the prison, the after. 
the, like him going the story to jail. afterwards, like him going to jail and then being like, in prison. In for, and like yeah. everyone, they don't have to ask. They know what he's in for. They're all like, that's the fucking beaver fucker. Like, stay away from that dude. He's fucking weird. <laughs> yeah. They just don't even mess with him. Not because they're scared of him, but they want nothing to do with a beaver fucker. Turns out Delp's like a really good guy who just, you know, meth really fucked with him. He comes clean in jail. They're like, what are you in for? Oh, man. Fucked a, fucked a beaver. <laughs> a beaver that was on its way out, man. You fucked up a beaver? No, no. Okay, ready for the next story? Yes. It's an emotional whiplash from the last one. There's a family. Brent and Nicole Kerluk were killed in a motorcycle. After the motorcycle they were driving collided with a truck. Okay, so they both died. Their parents, they have two young kids. So this is the sad part of the story. They're a three-year-old and a six-year-old, and they're now being helped, being raised by their grandparents. Grandparents are like, we can't afford to raise two kids. So the dad who died has a 1973 Pontiac that he was, like, fixing up. So the grandparents decide, okay, we're going to sell this. That'll help help raise our grandkids now that they're sole caretakers. The... The two kids are hearing, hearing impaired, hearing impaired. So the medical bills are higher than your average bringing on two kids, which still would be expensive. Um, I'm just going to read now. On the weekend, Ben and his wife, Marion, took the 1973 Pontiac to sell. The family didn't want to part with the vehicle, but as Ben explained, didn't really have a choice. Both Liam and Ariel have hearing impaired impairments which means some additional medical costs now and in the future the family has been overwhelmed by the outpouring of support friends family and even strangers have donated money through a gofundme page for the kids future and then what happened at eg auctions on saturday afternoon floored them they basically stopped the auction let everyone know what was happening and the background of why this car was being sold and sold and where the money was going to and they were shocked what happened after that the car was sold for twenty nine grand, and then was immediately donated back. Then it was sold for thirty grand, and immediately donated back. Then it was sold for twenty grand, and immediately donated back. What do you mean it was donated? Like it, they're at an auction, right? Mm-hmm. So people are donating things to be bid on. Mm-hmm. So the first guy bids on it. Yes, I'll take it. Twenty nine. And then he donates it back. And then to he the walks couple? right up to the top of the auction and says i'm gonna donate this back to the auction oh back to the auction i'm guessing because then it was bid on again oh, okay interesting yeah so then another guy bids on it because i was picturing i was picturing them donating it back to the original owners not the auction but i guess the auction has yeah i don't know the exact order of events but i, I the way i'm picturing is they bid on it and they said run it back yeah so they wow. got so they so they got uh what are we looking at um 80 grand and I think they might have kept the car. Yeah, and they kept the car. So they got and I think it was dealerships and 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 big companies that did it. But still that's That's so sweet. Oh, the power of humanity. Yeah, that's a nice story. A little different than the beaver fucker. I'm <laughs> very two sides in, of incredibly humanity different. <laughs> All right, now we're going back to like depraved stuff a little bit kind of. All right, bring it on. Secret tunnels though. Secret tunnels. Paranoid millionaire who is a day trader and hoarder took elaborate steps to hide the location of his doomsday survival tunnels from the very man digging them for him. 
<laughs> what? But, but ignored fire safety resulting in the death of that man. That's a bizarre headline, right? I'm not sure I understand. You're going to have to elaborate. Okay. So no, I mean, like, I get it, but how is he trying to hide it from the person who was digging the tunnels? That doesn't make any sense to me. Okay. Um, I'm going to skip forward and tell you how he did that. Uh, Where is it? Okay. A police report says Beckwith, he's the millionaire, told investigators how he tried to preserve his project's secrecy when he brought Kafra, that's the guy who was digging it, there. Beckwith said he would rent a car, pick Kafra up, and drive him to Manassas, Virginia, where then he would put blackout glasses before driving another hour and and went and then take him to the tunnels. Kaffer spent days at a time working, eating, and sleeping in the tunnels. He had his cell phone with him, but Beckwith used internet spoofing to make it appear as though he was in Virginia and not where he was, which was um, Washington, D.C. And wow. this guy was, yeah, he was just thought like nuclear was going to, Holocaust was going to happen and he was digging tunnels and. Holocaust was going to happen? Nuclear. Oh, nu- okay. Nuclear Holocaust, isn't that a term? Yeah. But secret tunnels. Secret tunnels. And then he died because he didn't follow fire regulation. He didn't die. The kid that he did it died. There's a fire, yeah, and he t- the kid texted him and said, like, it smells like there's smoke, and he ignored it. He died, so he, he didn't even really go to jail. Wow, that's messed up, that poor kid. There's so many parts of that story that are cool, but the, the, the dying part sucks. Well, that's like, a terrible the, way to die, too. I mean, he probably If the end of it was it. the opposite, and the kid who digging it survived and the millionaire died, good story, because, like, yeah. who cares? That guy was a loon. Yeah. But secret tunnels are always cool. It just sucks that something so cool is always done by someone so uncool. <laughs> it's either yeah, like so. if you're making secret or tunnels, like you're either like a drug smuggler, a uh, human body, like a human sex trafficking smuggler. Oh, yeah. You're, or you're a loon. Yeah. I mean, you know about the Shanghai tunnels, right? No. The Shanghai tunnels of uh, Portland. They are uh, tunnels that were built. They were built to to reach the port, so that they could easily um, take shipments off of ships and bring them into the city without having to go through like city traffic. This was probably in the early nineteen hundreds, late eighteen hundreds, I think. And uh, there there were bars that had secret entrances into the tunnels, and they had people who would uh, slip. Drugs like they would roofie bar. Um, oh, sorry, I'm having a really hard time thinking. What did they call? Oh, bar patrons. Drug them, knock them out, and then drag them into the tunnels and sell them off to slave ships. That seems messed up. Isn't that fucked up? And then they also had like prostitutes who lived in the tunnel or worked in the tunnels, and, like would bring men down there to you know have their way with them. It was, it, they're really creepy now. They do tours of them. I didn't get to do it when I was there, but I really wanted to. The cooler tunnels like that are like um, in gay sections of cities where they were used to escape raids mm. and like to, to help people not get hurt and punished. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But a lot of times secret tunnels are 
for bad reasons. Bad things, yeah. Like you don't stumble upon a secret tunnel and, and think, feel like, oh, cool, yeah. Yeah, something great must have happened here. Yes. There are secret baking club down here. Yeah. It smells delicious. Book club? Can, you, can you still smell it? <laughs> All right, that goes into Katie's happy headlines. Are you ready? Oh, yes. Let me. I'm not ready. No. Let me know when you're ready. Okay. Katie's happy headlines. All right. First headline of Katie's Happy Headlines, 92-year-old woman orders food straight from delivery guy. He obliges and helps her out. Would have been really rude if he didn't. (laughs) But also, like, come on, lady. You can't be old enough to not know that a delivery man does not take the orders. He just delivers them. Everyone knows that. But, like, I did that when I was driving around. Like, hey, can you get a large pizza and deliver it here? Like a neighbor or something? That would be such a dick move because then you have to go back. You have to go back to the pizza place and then go back to that same address just at house down. Yes. Okay. We can agree it's a weird move, but the delivery driver should always do that for the company. Oh, yes, of course. The customer's always right. You give them what they want. Customer's not always right. Customer's not always right. The customers are rarely right. No. Customer asks for sour cream for their pizza. You're wrong. I'm not. You're wrong. You're absolutely wrong. Customers wrong. Get out of here. Customers wrong a lot. <laughs> Don't have asked for that again. Yeah, you're gross. I feel like if someone asked me first, you know what? Actually, I got a really gross request the other day for a salad. This woman asked me, she didn't want any onions on her salad. Totally reasonable, understandable. But then she asked me, no dressing. She wants a side of mayonnaise. Heinous. <gasps> Ugh. That's gross. This is disgusting. I wanted to slap her across the face immediately and say, I will not serve that to you. you oh, sorry. Psychopath. F- fresh out of mayo. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's all out. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Everyone's been ordering it for their salads today. No more left. The only time I like mayo is when we have it with the, um, what are the things we have in California? Artichokes. Oh, yeah. They're really good with artichokes. A little bit or of It's really, yeah. Mayo is great with artichokes. All right. Happy headlines. What we got next? What? Jimmy, why do you always have to throw a whale one in there? Just read it. It's not, I'm not happy about this. Right, just read it. Humpback whale died in horrific way, tangled in ropes. Trap. Can't believe you put that on your happy headlines. I, I mean, We did know you not. don't like whales. No, I thought this was happy for both of us because you hate whales, so a whale dying seems and to... And you've al- always wanted to see a beach whale. Yeah, I get it. We get it. Yeah. Sorry. But I, I'm not happy about them getting hurt or, or dying in tragic ways. I don't want... I don't ever wish harm on an innocent creature. I just don't want to see them. We don't know if this whale them. was innocent. Jimmy, come on. But anyway. Stop it. That's not a happy headline. I don't like it. Don't do it again. All right, next. Moving on. Lucky, lucky man in Winnipeg wins two lotteries in five months. He's cheating. No. He's lucky, Absolutely. For him. lucky for him. Unlucky for any other human. Spread the winnings around. Come yeah, on. really. Don't stop. You, pl- you win once. You stop playing. Yeah, don't hog the lottery. Asshole. That's not a happy headline. Happy for him and all his relatives. All right. How do you know he's sharing that with his relatives? What if he doesn't even have any family left? Well, they'll rob him. Perfect. Pilot orders pizza for passengers diverted by storm. 
very nice. That was a good move. But imagine that plane ride once they do get up in the air. Talk about smelling. Duck. This is a long one. All right. Duck lands on Duckless Island. Locals topping up his... She's reading it in her head to make sure she has the cadence right. I don't even understand this one. This doesn't make sense. Duck lands on Duckless Island. Locals topping up his pond to keep it from drying out and are thinking of finding another duck to stop him from getting lonely. So they're like getting buckets of water and keep filling up the pond, topping it up. Got it. To make sure the duck like hangs out. Where are they going to find another duck if it's a duckless island? Finding another duck to stop them from getting lonely. Why don't you just take this duck and transport them to duck islands? Yeah, go send that duck back to where it belongs. Or, or Darwinism, let this duck die because it's clearly dumb. Maybe all the other ducks didn't like it. Oh. Well, oh, I drew that's a blue a sad, duck. That's a sad story. I don't like that story. Well, this is happy headlines, so this they're is all a, happy. Yes, it's happy that they were so such good locals taking care of this lonesome duck. Nice. All right. Indian women are pursuing pilot jobs like never before. Nice. Hope they get them. I do too. Next headline. India refuses to hire women pilots. <laughs> Still. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're funny, Jimmy. All right. Dying man's last wish was an ice cream sundae, so medics took him to McDonald's, Queensland, Australia. Unless you requested McDonald's, that's kind of a rude. Yeah, really? Like, you couldn't do better than that? This is milk product and goopy syrup. Speaking of ice cream, do you think any of the ice cream places are open right now? Yeah. I want ice cream so bad. Go get ice cream. All right, that ends Katie's happy headlines. On to indulgences. Before you disperse. Seen any good movies lately? I would uh, beg your indulgence for a moment. Why give me that face? Because I want you to come with me to get ice cream, but I know you're busy. Yeah, and I'm not eating ice cream. I'm on a healthy. I had I had breakfast and two smoothies. I had breakfast and hummus today. I'm gonna make a smoothie for dinner. Healthy Whatever. Meat. Moving on. Shameless started the ninth season of Shameless, and it was offensively bad. Jimmy, I don't know why you made this an indulgence. It's indulgence just isn't what we're enjoying. It's just what we've been indulging in lately. What we've been watching. But indulging by definition means that you're getting some pleasure out of it. Well, I didn't. Well, indulgences to our listeners knows it's just, hey, what have you been part what have you been taken in lately? Oh, well, I was not aware of this. I like Shameless from seasons like one to seven. I think seasons one to five were all really, really good, no drop off at all. You watched half of that episode. It was terrible. So if anyone watches yeah, Shameless, really bad. don't watch season nine. It's insultingly bad. All right. You got any? Did you finish Parks and Rec? I did finish Parks and Rec. What did you think about the last episode when they do like the everyone's timeline all the way till they're old? Um, I thought it was really cute, kind of weird, um, but it was good. It was a, a sweet ending to the show. Who's your favorite character? Ron Swanson. Who's your favorite, um, um, like, secondary character? Like, not a main player. I mean, the only people that aren't main players are the people that you really like, and I don't like them. You don't like any of them? I like, I'll tell you what. 
I really like the relationship, the friendship between um, Leslie Nope and um, Ann Perkins. Ann Perkins. Their friendship is adorable, and Leslie Nope is so such a good friend. Um, I really like the marriage of. Uh, oh, I'm having a really hard time. My brain's putzing out. You know what I got from rewatching Parks and Rec with you, Chris Traeger. That character kind of sucks. Yeah, he was annoying as hell. Like, he's the... He was literally the worst. Uh, he, he's too... They're all cartoon in Parks yeah. None of them have human elements. Maybe Ann Perkins has a little bit. She's like the most real. Normal, yeah. But, um, yeah, after watching The Office with you and then Parks and Rec, I know we've done this on Just Talking a lot, but Aziz Ansari's character, second time around, did nothing for me. And um, what were we just saying? Chris Traeger was like nothing. Like I was yeah. like, oh my God, he's terrible. This is sucks. I didn't enjoy him at all. He was really sweet to Anne towards the end there. Yeah. I like seeing that, but other than that. You I still don't like John really Ralphio annoying. or Jam? No. No. You don't see the humor in them? No. Or the, pe- the, the, the animal department guys? They're funny. They're yeah. really funny. Yeah. Um, I mean, they were only in one, two episodes. But yeah, they're funny. All right, moving on. I've been listening to a bunch of new podcasts. I l- listened to this old time West one. Shit, I should find out the name. But I like history. If you like history and you're interested in the Wild West, it's kind of a real, like it's not like, like me, Jake and I have our comedy pod where we do history, but we're making jokes and telling the stories. This is like straight shooter. Like he's legends of the old West. I want to listen to that. It's pretty cool. They're short episodes. It's pretty good. And then we just started in today uh, a podcast called Death in Ice Valley about this Norwegian woman who died in very odd circumstances. They still don't know. 1970. Sounds like she was a spy. Pretty. Yeah. I, my, I w- my guess would be that she was like a, you know, one of those spies that was her, that went out and were supposed to seduce people and then like take a hit out on them. Sex spy. Sex spy. The first the couple name. seconds of this podcast, Death in Ice Valley, I was the first like five minutes. I didn't like it at all. Didn't like the way it was produced and she talked, but now I'm into it. And it's only 10 half hour episodes. So that's what? Five hours. Mm-hmm. So I'll crush that soon. I'll crush that pretty quick. Yeah. You got any shows, any podcasts, any TV shows, any music, any, 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 Yes. Any, I started anything? watching a show called, give me one second. Okay, so I have started watching a show called The Paradise. Uh, it is a British show. It's about a girl who comes to live with her uncle who owns like a small shop in, I'm not exactly sure where. And then she, her uncle's business is going under because there's a, a one of like the first large department stores that had opened up. It's a period piece. So I think it's, uh, I want to say it's like the early 70s, early 1900s. Whoa, probably super like, early. Yeah, like before 1910s. It's my guess. Maybe even before then. I'm not I'm not great with this with timelines. But anyways, so then she goes on, she she decides she's going to live in that city and she has to find a job, so she goes to her the uncle's competition, the Paradise, which is what the department store is called, and looks for a job there. And back then they'd have the the employees live in a in a house together. Like they all lived in the same house. 
like maids or servants. Um, so it seems very interesting. I like that time period. You like the BBC period piece shows. Yeah, I love BBC. 1875. So it's before 1900. Oh, wow. Cool. I was way off then. All right, anything else? Um, no, that's, I think that's about it. That's all? It's the rest of the show? That's the end of it? Yep. <coughs> all right, do you have a song? I was going to play that Josh Ritter song that I played yesterday. Go for it. All right. Well, thank you for listening. Don't have sex with beavers. Don't build secret tunnels because you're up to shady shit. And uh, donate to good causes. Boom. You just did my thing. You always say, try your hardest, do your best. So I guess I'll say it for you then. Okay. All right, folks. This was just talking. Thanks for tuning in. And remember, try your hardest and do your best. And this is Where the Night Goes by Josh Ritter. From Brenda Lee, you were coming home, she said. Cross my heart, I could not believe it. Holy hell, you could have struck me dead. But three cheers for the grapevine. What? Told me you were coming home. Let's see where the night takes us. Let's see where the night But it's still a lot Sometimes, honey, I still get lost in